Hi everyone, and welcome back to Cosmic Crit. It's your GM, Patrick, back to introduce another episode of the podcast. Oh, we have had a lot of fun this season, and still have some of the best episodes ahead of us. Why the action, the mystery, and the climactic ending of Against the Aeon Thrones Ultimate Chapter, why it's drawing closer and closer. That means that while we are gearing up for the end of Season 2, we have to look ahead to Season 3. That is what this month's fan challenge is all about. You've got a couple more days. As uh, linked in the description, you're going to find, as well as on our website, a form to place your guesses as to what the crew of Cosmic Crit Season 3, what their their race subtype and class, uh, what each player is going to be playing. So whoever guesses the most correctly is going to win a gift card, along with a couple of the runners up. And, And we decided to narrow it down to just the playable race subtypes, and not just the races, because they're now over 100 playable alien life forms in Starfinder. And honestly, it would make this too hard, this competition, and kind of unwieldy to find all these races in in one place. So follow the link, get your guesses in today. The other big news this week is this weekend is Extra Life Game Day on November 2nd, 2019. Join us as we play some games on our Twitch channel uh, and we talk about this charity that is near and dear to our heart. Uh, We have supported Extra Life since day one of our podcast and are excited to do so again this year. Extra Life donations go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals here in North America and helps kids and parents get through some pretty tough times, procedures and hospital stays, and, and helps pay for you know these life-saving and enriching visits to, to a hospital. So if you want to find out more about the charity, please visit extra-life.org and click on the you know about tab to to learn how they've raised over 50 million dollars uh, as of last year 2018 anyway that's it for this intro i hope you all are ready for more starfinder action oh because it doesn't let up in this episode we're back to it this is episode 108 entitled how, how to, to get, get away, away with, with murgerober episode commencing in 3 2 one episode initiated. Ow! Cause baby, now we got his lanty blood. You know they used to be a problem. So take an attack and they're done. Cause baby, it's time for more blood. Welcome back, Swifties and critties alike, to another episode of Cosmic Swift. As always, I'm your GM Patrick, welcoming you back. And I got a long list of ex-player characters, and they'll tell you I GM insane. Because you know I love these five players, and they love this game. Join me in welcoming them to the show, to my right. You need to just stop. Like, can you not step on his drone? You need to calm your tone. It's Tyler playing Nikithi and Droneitis. I'm so happy to be here. To his right, she promises we will never find another like her, er, 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 unless it's in a parallel dimension. It's Rebecca rocking Talara. Hello. Across the digital table, because this bear is such a beef cake, cake, cake. Your arms, he's going to break, 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 break them off, break them off. Smiles with a win. I don't know you, about you, Patrick, but I'm feeling like rolling a 22. <laughs> and to his right, he's got a trick attack list with your name in red, underlined. And he's trick attacking you once, no, two times. It's your burp brain bum fuzzle. Good day. <laughs> and to my left, Drew 
We are. Uh, uh, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Boo! But non-standard <laughs> action had the best podcast intro of all time. Boo! Of all time. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's literally the worst introduction ever. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Drew, Drew ruins everything. Drew, well, Kanye too. But, uh, Drew, we are never, ever, ever going to have you hit my KAC like ever. Uh, thanks for bringing Kaz. Kazye West. Is this, uh, this T-Swift? Yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to be the. Did you just now realize oh, that? I wanted to be the teardrops on my guitar guy. <laughs> oh. I mean, John Mayer. <laughs> yes. wants to be. Hey everyone, uh, let's let's get back into it before we do. When this episode comes out, I just want to take a minute and wish this week a little happy birthday to our player Jabert. Hey Jabert. Hey. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. One of my favorite, favorite times of the year. Uh, just out of curiosity, when is this episode coming out? Is it like actually my birthday? <laughs> no, it's your birthday week. This comes this, this October twenty eighth. It's October twenty eighth today. The spookiest, the spookiest week of the year, and uh, we should have a very exciting Halloween episode dropping quite soon. So keep an eye <laughs> on your. Uh, Audio devices <laughs> might, <laughs> might have already happened. <laughs> if you follow Twitch account, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm. I, I love this time of year, and I love that I can always remember your birthday because it takes place around the best holiday. Let's let's be real here, everyone. Right? Yeah. If it if it's if it's Halloween, you can just be like, ha ha! It's trick or treat. Happy birthday! I got, birthday. I got you candy for your birthday. Did you? I hope you Do I have right. to come knock on your house and <laughs> to get it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, just come by. Come by. <laughs> right. Better be dressed fancy. Um, yeah. Well, now that's out of the way, and um, I'll actually wish you a birthday when it is indeed your your birthday. <laughs> well, appreciate that. Let Let's get back to it because we ended our last episode, the edge of a cliff, hanging precariously off the end, as uh, this combat is not yet done. Yeah, we desperately need to return to it at the very beginning. But before that, let's first remind everyone, including you all, what happened last (laughs) time on Cosmic Crit. Nikithi leads the party to the scientists' dormitories for some much-needed rest after their fight against Evandrian and his friends. Nikithi goes to hit the showers, but finds an android janitor who, after discussing some things with the crew, Sedona then freaks out. Santa Drone 12 will report us to the Aslanti if we don't act quickly. Glad we asked Sedona for all those healing spells. Bumfuzzle recognizes Santa Drone 12 as one of the AND models who may well be, serendipitously, one of the founders he seeks. We learn that their true name is Aria. Wynn leads the crew to the lower depths of Varelos, where three Aslanti Aeon Guard members are waiting to throw down. And that is what happened last week. Threw down, they did, um, in uh, in this combat. I was I was very excited. Whenever I, I have my enemies and I know that they're like waiting for you, I I'm always excited because I know I can get get them in place in that that surprise round. Um, and they were they were well hidden. You guys, I don't believe perceived them as they were hiding 
out in the, these back little catwalks. But yeah, where we left off, you chased down the last Aeon Guard, uh, frightened by Talara's magics, uh, maybe put the, the fear of another dimension in its head, and have chased it to what looks like a command center here. And yeah, there's uh, Zordon. <laughs> yeah, it, it's got like a, a a kind of central computer in the middle of this room. But as soon as you enter there, thwomp, the, the doors on the southern side of this room uh, open up these big double doors. And you see this Aeon Guard gun ready and ready to, to fire at you all. We did another quick initiative roll. And I rolled well on initiative, but Bumfuzzle has beaten me out. Nice. Uh, what do you got, Jabert? You're first. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kaz got two see. good hits in on him. Oh no, is that a desk? I'm standing in front of a desk. It is. It, yeah, it's giving you a little bit of cover uh, from where you are right now. Can I can I peek over the desk, or is it yeah. too tall? Okay. Yeah, you can just see over this one. Oh, nice. On oh your, yeah. On your tippy toes. I'm gonna stand on my tippy toes, and I'm gonna toss out a. Uh, a, a bunch of super caltrops, but they're made of rubber, but then they turn into spikes when you step on them, so they're just regular caltrops. <laughs> Alright! That's how I roll. <laughs> Listeners, if you have any more trick attacks for me, uh... <laughs> Come by my place on Halloween. I'll no, give you right. candy. That's right, I'll give you candy. Trick attacks or treats. <laughs> trick attacks or treats, everybody. Uh... uh come by my house the day before Halloween. Oh, man, that's, that's a good title we need to use for something. Yeah, next year. Yeah, <laughs> next year. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, let's do it. Ooh, hey, hey. Alrighty. Alright, so, okay. Um. <laughs> so, critical wow. hit. So, critical hit. So, <laughs> 36 points of damage and bleeding for six. Oh, God. No. Welcome, uh, welcome you, uh, back. <laughs> wasn't he already hurt, too? You, yeah, no, you don't, you don't get bleed damage if your heart stops. <laughs> if it explodes, it stops pumping the blood out. Um, yeah, he only had like 16 hit points left, so th- this might be the shortest combat in the history of this podcast. <laughs> As you, uh, yeah, he was next in the initiative order, too, so he's getting ready to open up full auto on you guys, but um, I think we'll just put a little X on this guy here and take him <laughs> out of the combat, and uh, I'm glad everyone else rolled initiative because we are <laughs> out of that fight. <laughs> gonna be a real cool start of the the episode but uh gonna ruin that one uh thanks to our patreon supporters uh including um uh patrick uh brian who shout out says uh good luck to the crew of the phoenix's respite may jjj never darken your doorstep they don't need luck they've got enough luck but thank you for supporting us uh yeah we're we're in a combat yeah i should do a halloween stream where i dress up as jjj (laughs) I don't it's know what JJJ looks like, costume. But, but it is pretty spooky. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a it's just a white shirt with triple J spray painted on it, <laughs> but it's the spookiest. Sounds Alrighty. like a wrestler. <laughs> so we're we're out of combat, and you guys can can uh, slowly make your way up to to this area. Um, Bumfuzzle, as you move forward deeper into this room and look over the guard, you see that this is like a little jail cell in the the south part here behind these southern double doors. You see an alien inside one of these cells 
uh, just kind of like laying, laying right next to the bed here. And this is what they look like. Uh, I'm Whoa. sorry. Can can we uh, treat this as taking a ten as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys need to to get up here and you want to take a rest, go right ahead. Is that what you're doing, Drew? Yes. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna step over and sort of like knock my gun on the on the bars. Be like, hello, wake up, wake up, wake up, you. Uh, yeah, they they were woken up by the uh, <laughs> by the enormous the guard's head exploding <laughs> next to them. So, 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 so they're awake. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do, does anyone here speak Aquin? Think some. Oh, I do. I do. I do. Oh, oh I have been forgetting to get languages. Too. So yes, Windows. Oh, <laughs> you I speak, Aquin, I speak Aquin too. Whenever, whenever you get a culture uh, um, skill point and, and put it in there, you can pick another language. I, I know some people took them um, around outpost dead time so um they they will answer you back in aquin so if you if anyone does want to speak that language they can um uh and this is an alien you have seen i think maybe some of on outpost zed this weird kind of like tree trunk like body the, the stump almost with a bunch of tentacles multiple little like eye stalks on the the top here um, and I decided, Why, hello there. My name is Mogumber. Uh, who in the quasar are all you people? <laughs> Never mind. Let's leave him in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he sounds like Toby from Gravity Falls. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Why, how dare you? I'm a lady. <laughs> 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 that also sounds like something Toby would say in Gravity Falls. <laughs> well, name is Oh, oh my! Are you making fun of my my accent? <laughs> 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 oh, I never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, we couldn't help but notice you were, uh, I mean, locked up in here. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, in our experience, it's uh, most of the folks who get locked up by the old sad that they uh, they usually uh, pretty chill folks. So, uh, are you cool? Oh. <laughs> they they kind of, like, shake off a little imaginary dust off of their blue tentacles. They're like, I'm the coolest, baby. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the, uh, what's your story with the cell debt? How'd you, uh, get up mixed up with this fool? Why, I'm, uh, Mogober, I'm a scientist here. I, uh, I lean into my, uh, I sort of chin my comm unit, and I'm like, Hey, uh, Nikita, we got a, we got a fool over here who says he's a scientist, uh, looks sort of like you. You want to come talk to him? Oh, I flamed in my pants. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's take a break. <laughs> All right. What does he says say his name is? It's uh Maglaba Club. Is that what it was? I'm Mog Gerber. And yes. I'm a, I'm a lady. It's she she says her name is La Gorbar. Margobar! Margobar! That, oh, oh, you got it there. Lots of good. Mark Larbar is her name. That's what she says. That's like an, a B plus. Interesting. I what? studied it by being murdered by it. 
by a water elemental on the Condis. And <laughs> what species is this creature? I don't know. You're the one with life science. You're going to have to deal with this. I can't do your whole job for you here, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you come in the room and find out? I was, the GM did not clear the black space for me, so I wasn't there yet. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Um, Patrick, does that name sound familiar to Nikithi whatsoever? I don't think so. I think maybe they, they might be a, a new acquisition, a new non-human it's scientist. Maybe the, maybe Nikithi left and they're like, oh, we need, we need a... A weird, <laughs> alien, <laughs> weird thing, <laughs> slug thing. Uh, this, this is, as you take a look at her, uh, you can tell this is a, a Vildararo, um, an alien species that is from Islanti space. Yeah. So I'll say to Bum, or Nikithi will say to Bum Puzzle, mm, that name nor species sounds familiar to anything that was here when I was here. Perhaps she was here to replace me. Ah, I see. Yeah. And I turn back to uh, one more time. <laughs> Morgobler. Morgobler. So, so good. I turn Your back to Morgobler and I say, uh, uh, Ah, we've, uh, we so happen to have one of the, the, the Saudets uh, ex-scientists with us and uh, mm. perhaps, perhaps your knowledge will be um, important to our mission. My guess is that you don't like being locked up into this cage. Oh, what a, what a great guess. You must be the brains of this operation. I've gotten it of something. <laughs> end of something, hashtag. Hashtag end of something. And I, uh, I, pop that, I pop that door open and I say, You're going to be cool if I let you out, right? Oh, I, I'm literally the coolest. All right, that's good enough for me. You coming with me? Uh, I, I appreciate you letting me out of this holding cell. And if you're here to stop the Aslanti, even more so. Uh, I'm not sure, though, if I have it in me to help you all. I just met you. You, you all could be worse than the Islanti for all I know, and as unlikely as a hypothesis as that seems, neek, 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 it's perhaps true. Well, I, uh, I just met you, and this is crazy, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to open the door, and uh, we're going to destroy a one-of-a-kind uh, uh, interstellar transport device. <laughs> Does uh, uh, so cool. Does anybody want to make a diplomacy check? They seem a little hesitant about uh, going against the Islanti. Yeah, let's do it. Diplomacy. Yeah. What'd you get? That's about as good as I can get. It's a 21. (laughs) Ooh, DC 20. (laughs) Indeed. Get on their good side. If you are are speaking Aquin, it also starts them off a a level uh, more at ease. So, yeah, they they pop out and, uh, you know, pat like five tentacles on your shoulder and are like, I'm willing to help. I I tried myself to slow their research down a bit and was beaten viciously and thrown in this cell for the Sardat to decide my fate when he returns. I thought that was it for old Norgerber. Ah, bum puzzle. Can you ask her what project she was working on and trying to slow down? 
I mean, she, she can speak common and, you know, a number of other languages like Aslanti as well, just not uh, not their primary. Oh, I see, I see. Just oh, more comfortable in... Well, uh, yeah, she, yeah, I mean, if you think the voice is weird now, it can make me do her doing a common accent. <laughs> uh, uh, how about <laughs> No, I mean, Nikiti knows Aslanti, so... You can mm-hmm. try to communicate in his landy. Yeah, so I mean, you don't have to like go through one another. If you have uh, a question, feel free to ask. Yeah, he'll speak in his landy. He will say, "What sector and project did you work on?" Why, there's only one project at the moment, and that's unlocking the secrets of the Rune Drive. And what findings did you have? <laughs> rattle, rattle. <laughs> I've been laughing myself to pieces in this cell, as the time to rest gave me several epiphanies. The Sardat thought by dividing the science teams up that we wouldn't guess as the room drives power and full nature. But he's a foolish simpleton. I have communicated with the other scientists, colored a little outside the lines myself, and I've solved this, the missing pieces of the puzzle, all by Mulgarb herself. I know in theory exactly how the drive works. Not that I would tell him. <laughs> I get the feeling as soon as they activate the drive, the scientists here might meet their maker a little sooner than they had imagined. Do you know where the other scientists are being held? Uh, she will kind of like waddle just boop, 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 uh, past <laughs> you guys back into the command center here. And uh, you see on the computer screens, it looks like, just like the uh, command center on the upper level of Relos, there are security cameras showing off just about every sector section of the facility, including a lot of hallways, but there is um, several cameras that are located, um, seem to be fixed on one spot. And I can reveal kind of to the north on the map what this looks like. It is a, a giant, what looks like scientific vessel, um, like over a story tall, with a couple of huge generators to the side side of it. And you see scientists like walking all around these catwalks and things above. And Merkelber will point that out and says, that's where they're working on the device itself. But they have teams all over the facility trying to discover the different facets, the nature of this odd, magical, technological device. You said that you believe that you have uncovered the true meaning of the device. Please, I am very interested. What is it that you discovered, specifically? I was curious if the answer was going to be, I don't have, Patrick doesn't have a degree in fake science. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, that's that's often my, my <laughs> I made a, to a, my group. <laughs> a fake degree and printed it out and called a degree in bullfleam technology. <laughs> So you see Mulgerber kind of like pointing to the screen where this giant device is. And she says, Along the device is very close, Hawk. And it looks like they have it hooked into their supercomputer. And this massive control harness housing has test protocols. And, and they've been running different diagnostics on it. Forward, Oliviana. Uh, they only allowed her to look over that data. 
but I've discovered a great deal about its nature, Nikithi. <laughs> and if you're serious about taking the rune drive away from these mookie pukes, then we've got some work to do. Yes. Yes, please tell me everything that you have discovered, for the rune drive piques my interest greatly. There's so much! Uh, Oliviana has the master data pad, and we need to relieve her of her duties, and if you manage to remove her head from her body too, I won't stop you! Secondly, they have all the data sets in three other labs. The Bend Travel, Field Stability, and Power Dynamics Laboratories. If we download all of that data onto a single data pad and combine it well, with that, I should be able to get the rune drive working. Theoretically, mind you, and any and all help you can provide in that capabilities, well, it would be very helpful. <laughs> very well. We will find this person and we will end their life and collect the data you need. I very much want to see the accumulation of your methods. Oh, yeah, let's do it. You guys, you guys got a good deal going on here, it seems like. Other than yeah. Oliviana, are there any other scientists who will sell us out to the Islante? Mm, they have a couple different teams, like I said, working in various parts here. Um, but uh, most of them have been worked nearly to death, even the human ones. Some are good people, and some are capital Z words, if you know what I mean. I do not know what you mean. Well, don't make me say it. I like to keep my lady like demeanor. They're Zunklefunks, is what they are. <laughs> <laughs> capital Z Zunklefunks. <laughs> they are burning. Oh. Yeah, big, big jerks. Very uh, that oh, word right. is not as offensive in my culture as it is in yours. Oh, it's, it's, it's like the... T and the Q word had a baby. The Z word is real bad. Then again, Kaz, slavery isn't very insulting in your culture. So How dare you? Oh my! <laughs> is this guy in a slant tea water? What the heck? <laughs> sorry, no. It, it is a inside joke. I'm very sorry. That's not too funny. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, it was in poor taste. I apologize. Well, what do you guys want to do now? Uh... I mean, I, I, it sounds like Zoltana is the one we need to go in. <laughs> Oliana? Oliviana. Oliviana? Zoltana's cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, Zoe Zoltana, right? Yeah. yeah. So we have to... <laughs> she can't get out. Yeah, no, <laughs> Mulkerbo is played by Zoe Zoltana. She's got to <laughs> paint her skin for every single role. Um, yeah, I think getting the master data pad would be the first... Uh, a good first step. Uh, there is a computer system here, a, a fairly high tier computer in this command center. If you'd like to um, see if you can get get to work on that as well. Yes, Bumfuzzle, help me out here. All right, I will aid, and I'm aiding now. Aided. Mm -hmm. That's actually a pretty good. Oh, now I'm now I'm now I'm feeling the pressure. <laughs> feeling the pressure. The pressure. <laughs> Does this computer operate a door by any means? <laughs> That'd be helpful. <laughs> is uh, uh, potentially you have to open it up. To see oh, it. Ooh, that scared me. Almost a three, but a nineteen, which makes this a thirty-seven. Okay, it, it hasn't come up on my screen yet, so I'm like, you're just me making either. this number up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the aid was a twenty-five, and then you've 
was that including the aid time? That was including the aid. A 35 with the roll, but with Bumfuzzle's wonderful help. 37. Excellent, excellent. Let's see here. So, uh, as you log in here, there are a number of different data modules on this computer. It is a, a tier three computer, and it looks like there's a place for a security key card. Um, not that you have one, but you're able to crack into this and uh, uh, afterwards can tell that is indeed guarded by some protections, including some that are still on some modules. Uh, It has a wipe countermeasure and uh, a rank one shock grid. Just a little uh, (laughs) near lethal experience if you fail that that, uh, computer's hacking. But as you log in here, you see several data modules, um, one of which is behind a firewall. there is a, a map of this level of the um, uh, Arelos, and there's data modules labeled Royal Venture, Rune Drive Research, Sardat Zolan Uvestra Personal Data. Um, let's see. And then one marked just SV. Let us read his diary. There's so many uh, juicy things that we can go through. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, can I take 10 on these? For the computer's checks, um, now that you know that there's indeed a potential for risk here, I don't believe you can. Uh, taking, I think taking 10 or 20 on them will automatically set off. I just wanted to know if it was like a possibility here, but that's fine. Um, you want, you want a little help here? There's a lot of stress. Oh, we're going to need help. Yeah, so uh, Nikithi would call out the different folder, you know, the different data modules that mm-hmm. are available. He would ask us, so which, what piques everyone's interest? Which should we go after first? And he's going to hook up his uh, custom rig to this computer as well, because you know he's going to download everything fine. <laughs> uh, we, we've got an aid from, we got an aid from Bumfuzzle here. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, let me go ahead and roll computers. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not good. That's good. <laughs> what you get? Or on the dice. Okay, so at this point, the console kind of like a few red lights start flashing on it. Uh, there is a warning mechanism. Um, you know that a second failure on this will definitely set that off. Mulgerbo sees what you're doing and just like takes a few steps back away from the computer. It's like, look at guys, we're crazy. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Nikita would look at Kaz, Wynn, and Sedona and be like, ah, there is a shock grid, so you may not want to stand here. Yeah. Basically, any, anyone that's not aiding on the computer uh, will be okay. But uh, I will tell you right now if this is a low roll, I'm going to spend my book reroll. <laughs> uh, I'm just laying it out. going to move to the side just to get out of any potential range. Ka- Kaz places his hand on Nikithi's shoulder to prepare to intervene. Or to act as a conduit for the electricity. Thank you, my friend. Here we go. Already. Get- let's do it. All right. Let's get that aid first. Aided. Oh, he's rolling better than me. This is a mistake. Ooh, what'd you get? I rolled a nine on the dice for an, with the eight is a 27. Uh, that'll do. Yes. Oh, dude, just Ooh. just a 27 there. So good times. We don't get to shock you and the data isn't destroyed. Five, uh, 
Pretty sure that's it's not very destroyed good. by the very good. The, Which one did we access again? The, oh, the diary. That what we were going. That was what Cas wanted to read. <laughs> that was, that was a, Drew, a, a joke that Drew said, but oh, I don't sorry. know that we legitimately decided on what I, to do. I would have gone for the rune drive information, but yeah, I whatever. Would have too. Yeah, the mission <laughs> critical stuff maybe. Real, yeah, real glad that you guys uh, took me seriously. Uh, that's fine. Well, then maybe you should you know put your comments to things that. Okay, no, rune, yeah. rune drive module it is. <laughs> I will say the rune drive and the SV data modules are both, we're, we're the ones under the wipe countermeasure. So, okay, um, yeah, we'll do those first. They are still here. <laughs> Don't destroy them, which is good for, for several plot reasons. But he's like, oh. <laughs> uh, so for the rune drive data, uh, so the module opens up and it looks like it's records of different files, like thousands of records, uh, almost all of them scientific logs of different experiments and that seem to be coming from four different departments. All of them related to various aspects of like figuring out the puzzle. That is the rune drive. And they go back several weeks. It seems like the department, as you had heard of from Mulgerber and the log that was in Oliviana's bedroom, uh, were indeed divided up, the, the data suggests here, and only the Sardat uh, via that data pad has access to all the combined data. And going by Zola Nulevesher's notes, uh, he seems to think that the various teams are indeed close to cracking the mystery of how the drive works and has written up plans already on how he's going to attach this to his vessel, a Vanguard Regnant starship called the Star Runner. Um, it also mentions here that he's solely entrusted Oliviana to carry his specialized data pad um, in his absence. Well, he's well, he's not. You got to get that data pad. Mm. Data pad has become priority one. So that that is most of the information in the Rune Drive research folder. Download um, it. Well, what next? Oh, and then deleting it because <laughs> I'm deleting. It's just a download, delete. Yeah, back and forth. Let's do. Let's get the uh, X. You say it was a XZ something. SV right. SV, yeah, this was also under the the wipe countermeasure and, and firewall. Open this. I think it's going to be that same two fail state, or would Nikithi think that would be under this that same kind of? Oh, you know what? Actually, I th actually let me double check that it is it is under that as well. SV, yeah, I think the modules will operate separately, so this one will require a roll as well. Okay, Just double checking that, but for for fun, let's say yes. All right. Uh, Nikita's going to ask Bumfuzzle to hit some buttons and things and point out some stuff on the screen on the left-hand side. Well, I stand up right. on the desk and I start stomping on buttons. Oh, you're doing like the most beautiful <laughs> equipment. <laughs> for so Damn, why are you rolling better than me? <laughs> He's literally just doing, uh, He's doing some soft shoe. Why don't play skill characters because I suck. Bumfuzzle might be my favorite character. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, Tyler, Tyler. Oh, toot, toot, toot. So once again, the lights are going off here. Just warning: <laughs> failure will result in death. Uh, a little message pops up in his lantern. I thought we switched to having Bumfuzzle do the main roles instead of Nikithi. Oh no, we had. <laughs> Characters it, built around this as game. soon as you do that, bump like falls on his butt, <laughs> <laughs> rolls like a one. Uh, no, do, do you want to give this another try? You got to do it, man. You got to do it. Oh, 
I could, I could, I can grant you a reroll. No, that would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> What'd you get here? We're good. We're, we're, we got a 28. Oh my goodness. But Jabert rolled another 19 oh, on his. Another 19. I don't know. He's just, he's right. too good. He's too good. 20. I mean, geez, these dice rolls. 28 is enough to unlock it. But opening up this module, there seems to be an additional tactile password needed to be entered to to get through this part now you can hack this but it comes up in what looks like um on the screen seven dots appear and an image needs to be completed uh you know kind of like a a little haptic you know you have to draw something on the screen to to crack it open um why don't you give me i draw kaz's face (laughs) (laughs) no you have to do a k you have to do a k for kaz that counts as a failure, so let's, no, let's move on from there. It was a joke. It was a job. Make a... Uh, <laughs> you drew, like, a really racist Aslanti stereotypical <laughs> face. <laughs> Big old dumb slave owner. Um, make, make an intelligence check and see if anyone here... Anyone can make an intelligence check looking at this screen now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you roll, Tyler? Roll the seven. Oh, boy. I'm... I, I, I have the most intelligence. I am I am intelligence. And How do you? How do you? <laughs> Everyone counts out old Bumfuzzle. Um, Kaz and Talar, you, you both can take a look at it. Most everyone looking at this knows that you have to draw some kind of sahedron, a seven-pointed star. Um, but like as soon as like you go into like draw one between these seven dots, uh, maybe Talar like pulls your hand back. Uh, you have to do it in a very certain way, including like starting at the the topmost dot and then always going to an opposing side to make a complete image without lifting your finger in a smooth motion. Uh, you are able to do that. Didn't we do this in Dead Sons Book 2? Um, I think that one was like a very simple numbers puzzle, but this is one that's actually in the, the AP here to to draw the Sahedron. And something you've seen, I think, maybe on the Royal Venture, but it's like the ancient ah. symbol of the, the Aslanti. Um, yeah, doing so, it it opens up and details what seems to be uh, notes from the Sardat on a potent magical artifact artifact uh, that they took from the Royal Venture and delivered to him here. It is listed in its transport file as Perept Amiandria's Aslanti Royal Battle Regalia. Oh, dang. Taking a look at the notes, it seems like there are some, like, sizing things in here and it is some sort indeed of a a very powerful magical set of armor one that might even predate the Atlantis travels into space um the the note here says from the the sardat that he felt like he deserves it as a his first prize for the recovery and unlocking of the rune drive and says that recovery of the item um and, and like it's updating is taking place here on Arelos in a place uh, that he calls the Scion's Vestry. And he says he has sealed it away from the prying eyes of the other scientists. Sealed it away. Uh, Nikithi looks at Kaz and he <laughs> puts a, a tendril on his, his shoulder and is like, we are about to get you the shiniest armor. 
that has ever shined in the galaxy. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kansas here. And, and uh, if you guys are sharing these notes, make a anyone can make a culture or a sense motive check. This will be a download and delete again, Bandra. That's fine. Oh, Kaz, your sense motive is so good. It's culture, but yes. Oh, that was culture. Okay. Right. Uh, Kaz, uh, you might have some kind of memory, um, sense memory of, of the Azanti, uh, but something that you're reading here just doesn't sit well with you. It seems in in what you're reading that the Sardat is doing something very uncool here, like extremely illegal or frowned upon, um, as it seems to be the notes are talking about the altercation, or no, the, the alteration of this ancient treasure, um, something that might be akin to like tomb robbing or even the des- desecration of remains um, from like an altar to to change uh, this this kind of armor. And you get a sense that, yes, the start I want to keep this private, but you're, you're unsure what exactly the implications would be if it got out there. But yeah, it seems like something that's not cool in the Aslanti Empire. Wait, you mean to tell me this guy's a... Zonkelfonk. Wait, you mean to tell me this guy's a Zonkelfonk? Dang. Let's see, what else we got here? In, in this room, there are a couple of cabinets you can peek into on the northeastern wall um, as uh, Sedona's kind of poking around and she, she pulls out from one five pairs of manacles uh, with a security chip like that is keyed into each of them. Um, and then there's a similar cabinet standing next to it, but it is empty. Mulgrober's kind of like going over the data. You've, you've just downloaded Nikithi. Uh, what, what, what do we want to go to next? So those were like the locked ones. You've already unlocked the next two, one of which is listed as Royal Venture data, and the other is Sardat Zolan Ulavestra's personal data. Uh, maybe the Sardat's information? Also, while Yeah, we- let's... Oh. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. This is gonna. This is just a bit of bookkeeping, Patrick. I had to spend a. I know you track resolve points. I had to spend a resolve point to try and uh, to do some patchwork on Ivis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, uh, while you guys are resting, does anybody else want to burn a resolve? Yeah, I am. Kaz is. All right. Didn't wa- I didn't want to get too far away from that before stating it to you. That's fine. Yeah. No, but I I do keep track. I try to keep everyone <laughs> honest here. Uh, so personal data is that what you said? Yes. And yeah, as you access this module, a holographic projector sparks to life and like automatically the room darkens a degree um, and begins to play what looks like at first a piece of Aslanti propaganda. Um, You see, you know, marching Aeon Guard through the the high tech looking streets of New Thespera, fleets of ships landing on alien planets, the the green Aslanti coat of arms. Uh, in, in front of an imperial flag, um, and then a coat of arms that you have seen a few times, and that of House Ulavestra is kind of like imposed on top of this holographic image. And a voiceover begins, um, and it's a voice that sounds very familiar, and you get all here. 
House Ulavestra, one of the most loyal and ardent defenders of the Aeon Throne. Our research now believes that this stalwart of Imperial defense is of purer blood than ever thought of before. At this house's head is the forward-thinking and tradition-minded Sardat Zolan Ulavestra, pioneer in exploration, scientific development, and archaeological discovery. Come with us now as we explore the man, the myth, and right now, the legend that is Zolan. A title card pops up with the letter Zolan <laughs> spelled out and underneath a subtitle that reads Prodigal Son of Royal Lineage. If it isn't very clear to you all right now, this is indeed the Sardat voicing over his own like <laughs> A&E style biography. Wow. Oh, that's so sad. Born on New Thespera to the Sardat before him, Zolan was a dutiful son and achieved the highest marks in his academy classes, applying himself to genius status coursework and then exempting himself from further study. He became the teacher of his peers at a young age and a leader to those in the employ of his father, all before the age of 18. While still fresh from military training, the Sardat began to expand his house's holdings with the purchase and procurement of moons and planets in outlying star systems. You see, like, the, the moon of Golta, um... Uh, shown in this holographic display and then what looks like fairly new footage showing the initial landing on Nakondas and Aeon Guard Lieutenant Sharu kind of stepping out of a ship and then from afar her uh, execution of a member of the, the colony in the dim morning light there. The video footage cuts out and the remainder of the file here seems to be maybe just little snippets of an audio log as a, well as a script that turns into a rambling diary of sorts with the Sardat recording personal thoughts and scanning through it, you find some interesting bits on his invasion of Nakondas, as well as, you know, thoughts about it um, that seems to be happening like right before they he sent out this uh, expeditionary force. This guy is more full of himself than I have ever seen. What are his thoughts on it? Well, there, I mean, you guys can read through them here if you, you know, you're spending a little bit more time, but there's a few passages that seem like he is indeed a little worried. Um, one, he has written down, uh, I've left myself exposed to scrutiny and austere repercussions if it were to come out about how I took Nakondis. Without following the proper chain of command and getting authorization for my military action, if I had not come up with the rune drive. If my hands were empty, I might have been forced to eradicate that colony to cover my tracks. But what would, with what we found there, all will be forgiven once these scientists discover the ancient secrets and we can form the colony into our own historical site for the recovery of the Royal Venture. Uh, another bit, uh, he goes on to kind of like justifying his own actions and says, the critics can call treason all they want and, and try to seize my assets, but if I unlock the rune drive, they will not be able to do anything to stop me. It's a risk that was worth it, for this prize is going to be priceless to the throne. They would move heaven and earth and rewrite the law books in order to allow my actions to become legal. All if I can produce results that the star imperators will be happy with. They'll soon lavish praise upon me, and, and with the discovery of the battle regalia, it will hard to be able to deny me a greater title than Sardat. Uh, there's another entry marked Golta Visit, and uh, it, it seems to be like just like a, a week or so ago. 
I think I've dealt with the Golta problem so long as my contact on that vermin-infested outpost is worth half of what I promised her. When I return from New Thespera, I hope to have everything settled at Relos. The arrival of this Evandrian character is a minor setback, but there's no way he could possibly defy me. It's funny, whenever High Command seeks to turn my own former guard against me, they must not realize how far the bonds of loyalty in House Ulavestra run, or perhaps they just do not recognize. They are aluminum soldier for what he really is. Still, I will talk with Evandrian for see if his reports back home can be cleaned by some contributions to his pocket. Though, maybe it's best just to arrange an accident for the boy. Less chance of his conscience getting the better of him and rethinking a bribe. Uh, there's like dozens of notes here, but these these are things that like jump out at you and give you a little little hint of the character that is uh, the Sardat. So, I apologize, I forget. Did mm-hmm. we uh, fight Evandrian to the death, or he uh, he escaped Kaz like right right from out underneath him, and, and seems to have slipped away um, down to this level somewhere. You're pretty sure he went down the elevator shaft. That's not good. <laughs> Why? He's he's my new favorite character. It is possible that we can turn Evandrian not to our side, but at least against the Sardat. Though I do not hold out much hope based on what we have encountered so far. Wait, I thought he was already against the Sardat. The Sardat sounds like he's hoping he'll have some loyalty, but I don't know that he does. That yes, does, but, that does yes, not mean the- that he will help us fight the Sardat. Yes, but regardless, surely the throne, once they learn of the drive, they will, they will want it. Yeah, if you ask me, Evandrian's in our way as much as his. I am nervous to let the throne know anything about the rune drive. If they descend upon this complex with Aeon Guard after Aeon Guard, then there is little we can do to prevent them from getting their hands on this data. We need to move quickly. The drive must be destroyed. It's the only way. That log also mentioned the battle dress. Was that also somehow found on Nakondas? Yeah, the notes say it was in the the royal venture and was marked as uh, Perette Amiandria's like personal uh, battle dress. It it doesn't seem like there's anywhere that was in their room, um, but maybe they just took it right out of there. That was. The- I bet it goes with that trident. Probably pairs up nicely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cute little outfit, you know. Yeah, I wonder if they, they have it in a large <laughs> size large. <laughs> uh, I'm just Man, kidding. Let us, let us see what else there is. Uh, there is indeed a file on the Royal Venture and going through that. It's a fairly large data module as well that has scans of the ancient Islanti vessel sent back from Nakondas. Uh, there's a lot of data on how it was initially connected uh, to the ship, the rune drive. And in addition to that, there are historic records uh, regarding the owner of uh, Preptam Andrea. There is indeed an ancient painting of her holding uh, a trident in what looks like a, a bulky set of, of armor. Uh, the same trident that is in Wind's furry paws. And Called it. Yeah, there there are some some treatises here regarding um, you know just conjecture on how the the rune drive could have worked and, and you know propelled the royal venture. Uh, reports of it being created with a power source 
shipped from the ancient Azalanti Aeon Throne itself and talks about it hopping between stars, kind of like using elf gates or teleportation in a fashion. Uh, but yeah, most of this is speculation as this is, you know, pre-gap and data that is just guessing at different ways that a, a craft could move faster than um, sub-speed of light uh, travel without the drift. So it's definitely had nothing to do with drift technology as the drift didn't exist back then. So there was something else to it. Alrighty. So you guys have all the data from this computer. You can you can download the, the maps here for this level of the station uh, and see that there is indeed, um, there's a couple doors that <clears throat> leave this area that go to the catwalks, one that heads north to the area that is the drift rock uh rune drive excuse me the rune drive uh is being held and there's a couple of double doors one leading north to back to the hallway where you you guys fought with that are locked from this computer that you can unlock that go towards a large north to south uh hallway um that you can move through that's 10 feet wide whereas the the catwalks are all five foot so if you guys want to go and and uh make friends with the scientists over here you can um how, how would you like to go about getting there judging by the map it looks like the catwalk will get us there the fastest yeah well <laughs> for some for yeah. uh when it might be a little difficult <clears throat> oh yes yeah. if you guys want to split up i mean some people can go down the hall some people can stay up on the catwalk yeah why don't uh um, I guess we can do that. That'd be fun. Oh, boy. It'll, it'll take roughly the same amount of time to get there. It's just what you yeah. have to take, right? You can hey. coordinate amongst yourself where, where, to, where to go. Uh, I'm hey, definitely Patrick, going quick, the hallway. Quick question, Tyler. What's, uh, I'm pointing, listeners, there's a little, what looks like could be a computer terminal underneath that catwalk on the map. Is that on the second story or the first story? Uh, first story, yeah, I think that is just like um, there. There's several computer sites located around the the room. Um, I don't know if that will be in one of the, the the monitors, but when you get to the room, you'll be able to to see that. Gotta hack them all. Gotta hack them all. Like another one right uh, right here on the map okay. as well. Quick question, um, mm-hmm. table talk. Should we put Kaz back in Aeon Guard armor to sneak yeah. up on these scientists? Or is that dumb? Uh, that, that ship is sailed, bro. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> then let's go punch some fools. Um, who uh, do you guys all want to stick together, or do, do some people want to go up on the catwalk? Well, when, when's uh, gonna when's gonna go down the the pathway? Yeah. Um, and Idis will stick with Win. All right, then Kaz is gonna go with Bumfuzzle on the catway catwalk. Yeah, and Tolara is gonna stay on the catwalk as well. Okay, so you guys can view yourself up. Sedona's gonna go behind you, uh, Nikithi. What's uh, we're gonna do while we're doing all this? I'm gonna stay safe here in the control center, but if I see anyone sneaking up on you on the computer feed, I'll radio ahead and warn you you're gonna die. <laughs> Can't argue with that. You're welcome. If 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 one of you die, you get to play me and do this voice for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> oh God! Oh, oh, oh. No one die. And I've raised the stakes, mother pronkers. <laughs> it's a shame I've already used my reroll for this book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope there are no fortunes. Uh, right. So you guys can boop, just move forward. I will. Uh, I will show you what you see here. Explain some things. Uh, in this room, as you sneak forward, there is a massive device. 
you know, I mean, how big is it here on the map? It's like uh, 15 by 30 foot or so. It is surrounded by scaffolding and computer screens and readouts. Uh, two large generators are um, running energy into the device that is just thrumming with, with power and, you know, the sound of um, electronics and things. Um, you hear people talking, keystrokes, maybe some footsteps over the the beeps of the monitoring software and the holographic displays spitting out terabytes of data every minute. Um, and if you peek around the corner there, when you indeed can see what you saw in the computer feed, some, some scientists kind of like looking over these data feeds, the scaffolding runs along the, the Southern wall here where Bumfuzzle is peeking out and is about 15 feet off the ground. The, the ceiling is 15 feet above you on the catwalk, so it's about 30 foot tall. The device is almost uh, 20 um, feet tall or so. Um, and yeah, open hallways exit to the west, uh, as well as where you're coming from, the south and the north. And yeah, you see a handful of scientists here. And one of them you do recognize from the personal log here in the back is this very shrewd looking Islanti woman, Oliviana. Why doesn't everyone make a, <laughs> we don't do these near enough, uh, a stealth check. Oh no. Yeah, let's do a fun party stealth. Uh, that's oh, the, no. yep, that's, that's, that's great. Talara is acting like a smuggler with her 24. Ooh. Yeah, she is. Okay, so it looks like the highest is, who, Bumpuzzle? Yeah. So, uh, that makes 20. sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don't worry, guys. We're going to do this. This is Kaz. I'm telling you guys really loudly. I mean, quietly. That we're going to do this. Kaz just has like symbols, you know, walking down the, the catwalk. <laughs> he somehow got Adras's, uh battle banner that lights up from season one. <laughs> a holographic Sasha Mono that I got from the fans. Hey, fans. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you disappeared on my screen, Jabert. Are you? Yeah, Bumfuzzle. He's under win. Oh, he's- <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, is is he not staying on the catwalk with us? I'm. Uh, oh, no. did we discuss I'm that? I'm sorry. I think, yeah, I thought, yeah. We uh, we thought you were on the catwalk, so we thought you were up there with us. Sorry. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, 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 he's nuzzling with his blue buddy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're. <laughs> no, he's a leader. He the the. On the map, you were hiding like under his butt cheek, under a, a wind butt cheek. That <laughs> was a stealth check. I like it. No, 25 <laughs> on the stealth check up there with Bumfuzzle and Drew. <laughs> What'd you roll? Uh, on the dice, it was uh, a double toot. So that's a natural fort for a uh, for a nine. <laughs> okay. Uh, not great. Uh, let me make some, some GM check. Some special hidden... Yes. I usually usually say toot toot, but I don't know what to do with Drew's joke. Like toot toot. I don't know. Uh, Kaz is not the most subtle uh, of of players of characters, so <laughs> we'll, uh, see. well <laughs> uh, The way I like to do it with with uh, the parties is just take like an average of um, the stealth check, and then kind of do the same with people that are passively perceiving if they're not like individually like on the lookout, you know, if they're going about their business. So <laughs> uh, 25 plus what, nine is what Kaz got here. Um, divide that in half. And then I've rolled not great for the scientists. 
Uh, not bad, not great. Let me check what they're. They can't have that great of a perception. They're kind of they're kind of busy down here. Uh, oh nope, they have. Oh, well, they're they're very smart and very <laughs> perceptive. Apparently, plus a perception for oh, them. Oh lord. Well, guys, uh, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, that that uh, even with their their low average here, I didn't roll super high. Um, uh, as you're like walking up the catwalk, uh, this one that is also on the catwalk about 30 foot away is peering down like over at the device, but then like turns around to you and be like, uh, Goblin and some kind of demon lady right here. Oh my gosh, guys, what's going on? <laughs> um, Oliviana like kind of turns around and uh, looks up to the catwalk and can see a few figures, maybe sees a giant bear peeking around the corner and is going to smash a like an alarm button. Uh, and we are in combat, everyone. Uh, please make me initiative rolls. Nobody blames you. Drew. I do. Yeah, Miles is kind of bitter <laughs> about <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Nobody blames you except those that blame you. Yeah. Hey, I didn't roll too bad for me. Ooh. My. Oh, my. Oh, my Lando. Not grand, but uh, yes, you guys have. Roll initiative uh, number one. What did you roll here, Drew? Uh, 16? That, uh, yeah, 16, but I have plus eight, so that's a Whoa. 24. Whoa. Uh, Kaz is indeed first in our initiative uh, roll. You do... Um, well, you, you can move out from, from where you are up on top of the catwalk. There are a couple of scientists on the catwalk, a couple underneath. And Oliviana is in like the back northwest corner of of this room. If I made a uh, statement, like if I yelled something out, is that a swift action or a standard action? Uh, it's free to talk. But if you're, ah. you're trying to sway <laughs> one's opinion or intimidate someone that takes actions in combat. Okay. Um then uh, Kaz is going to measure something real quick. Okay, moving forward. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, so Kaz is going to, as a swift action, kick on his uh, jet boots. Mm. And leap of the Hobgar King. Boom. Right there next to Oliviana. Sure oh, why my. you picked that moniker since one of us actually was a Hobgar King. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Monkey King reference. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, and uh, Liviana, it is time to pay for your loyalty. Entropic strike. Mm, okay, so you you've moved like 60, 70 feet here, so that's oh, that's gonna be your entire turn. Wait, no, it's not. It's thirty feet according to this. Is that not? Yeah, no. I mean, but you you started out what right in front of Tom. Oh, you here. said I could. You said I could move out. I didn't realize that that was not something I can do. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Entropic talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta imagine. You also have to uh, remember that you were 15 foot up, but now you're jumping down to the the ground level. Regardless, it'll it'll be a couple actions to get over to her, but no worries there because you won't be alone in the room for too long. Certainly, as Nikithi is next. Uh, what? Uh, Yeah, 15. Go from 24 in the initiative order to 15. Yeah, I'm not used to being this early yeah. in the turn order, so I'm kind of yeah. not I think when we talked about your character originally, you're like, I'm fine being last. I, I want to like, last all react. the time. Uh, Nikiti is going to uh, hold your action. Good, <laughs> Everyone I, go ahead of me, but yeah, me. but uh, that was my best Patrick impersonation right there. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Good, good, I like it. Nikiti is going to move into the room and he's going to shout out. Uh, to the scientists 
he is going to say, you do not want to be a part of this battle. Stand aside and we will not harm. You see them like eyeing. It looks like they have pistols uh, on their hip. A few of them have pistols. You don't want to do that. And uh, I, meanwhile... What are you, the crocodile hunter? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a pistol. Crikey! This is a pistol. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, I is going to turn the corner, deliver an ear-piercing screech, and... Oh. Actually, I'm going to put it right there. <laughs> right, in fr- right in front of the key giving yeah. soft cover. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think Idis can see um, Zoltana... Uh, no, no. Oliviana is on the other side of the, of the device. So from so. where you are both standing, you kind of have. I just will just stand there looking very intimidating. Uh, and hopefully these scientists will just think it's best not to, not to mess with the best. Kind of draw the out, outline of this device for you guys to see underneath the. Uh, yeah, perfect. Sweet. And. I think that's all I'm going to do. Oakley Oakley. Then let's go on to Win. All right. So uh, Win is going to move into the lab mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, about 10 feet away from the first scientist he sees, which is kind of in the center of the room. Yeah. They, they this see... giant phallus. <laughs> they see a giant bear walking up to uh, to them. <laughs> they don't even have their pistol. They're like, oh, God. Uh, what, what do you want to do? Um, I'm gonna attack with my trident. Ouch! This. <laughs> so wait, wait. Let's just to follow the chain of events. Nikita came in and said, "Don't fight, and we won't hurt you." And Win heard that and stepped up and hurt someone. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, because you you've rolled a 19 on the dice. Super hit. Woo woo. That's the, uh, 12 points of damage. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so definitely a hit. This one uh, stabbed in the leg goes guys they're here to hurt us get them but uh before that uh if that is your action oliviana sees kaz boosting up to her and says they're not letting anyone out of here alive or i won't fight to the death or i'll you'll have to answer to me and the sardat uh you can make an attack of opportunity drew because she's gonna gonna move away from you (laughs) move like 15 feet away Anthropic Strike. Say 22 to hit. Against her EAC, I gotta imagine that's a hit, yes. <laughs> For 16 points of damage. Ouch, 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 ouch. Okay, yeah, so you land a punch on her. It, it seems, you know, to burn away what looks like a um, kind of a, a scientist coat slash jacket. Um, give you a little view of what Liviana looks like here, everyone. Well, look, she's outlined. <laughs> She looks like uh, the librarian in AEW wrestling. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's got definitely got the librarian look to her. Uh, she's going to move away from Drew. She doesn't, doesn't like getting punched. <laughs> oh, and as you burn away her clothes, it does look like she has some armor on underneath them. Why are you trying to burn away her clothes, you creep? Yeah. Yeah, how dare you? Just doing what Wynn taught me to do. Uh, yeah, it makes and, sense. In the, in the forests of Nakondas. <laughs> Whoa, whoa. I don't want to know what y'all did in the forest of Nakanas. Okay? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of uh, cosmic crit fan fiction Drew's been reading. He probably has his own like fanfic.net like uh, member account. Now Miles, now Miles, what happens in Nakanas stays in Nakanas. I had we all agree. I like this ship. 
we should do it. I'm all, I'm all that's, in. That sounds like it's fan fiction. Guys, I would I would just absolutely love to finish my turn. <laughs> it, would, it would mean a lot to me if we well, can I, ever talk you know, about it. Let's, uh... All right, so for love of all things uh, Cosmic Critty, let's, uh, let me finish my description. Uh, Oliviana moves away from you. You see energy swirling from her hands as she disappears completely invisible. Uh-oh. Yay for me. I'm going to live. And that brings us to Bumfuzzle's turn upon the catwalk. Uh, yeah, I'm going to cross the catwalk a bit. And uh, I suppose I can't shoot somebody non-lethal, huh? No, you can. You can, like, wing them, you know, take a leg out. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for, uh, uh, Sort of the the shooting arm. Mm-hmm. I try to outdraw one of the scientists that's up here on the catwalk with me. Yeah, they've they've still not pulled their pistol yet. Not their turn. Alrighty. Are you are you gonna trick attack them as well? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna give them the uh, the old the old one two head off target. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah. In case they try to shoot back. Exactly. Oh, that would be a 14 versus flat-footed EAC. Uh, that is a hit. All right. 16 points of damage and off target. Okay. Yeah, you see this one get blasted in the arm, uh, but they, like, reach over the other side of their body with their off hand to start pulling out the pistol. It's like, oh, goodness. Uh, they got two arms. I forgot. Yeah, you should have shot them at both. Uh, that This one looks very hurt from that single attack. Oh, wait. Is that... 14 with the negative four. Uh, oh, oh, right. No, you got to take a negative, right? Um, <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, you, uh, you take that off my table. A natural five on the dice. How dare you? I'm, I'm bringing this one back to full health. They have both their arms. They're, they're very deadly right now. Uh, but that was almost a hit. You see, it does like bounce off the railing on the catwalk right next to them. Okay, they are still dangerous, but it's not their turn yet. Talara is next with another. Bumpuzzle had 13 on the initiative. Talara's got 13, but you got Rebecca. All right, Talara's feeling a little torn because she sees that some of her comrades are trying to not hurt the scientists, but it seems like the bad lady has disappeared. Mm. Um, I'm guessing that uh, I cannot use detect magic to like try to find her, right? It will take several turns to pinpoint a location, and at, you know they could have moved from that location once you do it. So not really. Right. Okay. Um, I was planning to summon a demon, but if we're not trying to kill these people, then I guess I won't. I guess well, I'll. Same. I mean, you can command the demon. As as much as it seems not in the real house to uh, to attack them non lethally, you know, basically yeah, break their it knees. Might, it might be nice to have the demon out for when or if she reappears, right? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and if I don't know if you have a summonable creature that has blind sense or any kind of ability that doesn't rely on sight to find things. Huh. Uh, <laughs> I don't think uh, so. Not, not really how the, the summons work there of like a category. Um, okay. Yeah, my demon has dark vision, but um, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll start a summon. Okay, That's my okay. turn. Uh, that will bring us to the scientist's turn. And the one that is next to Kaz, uh, he's going he's gonna to move up to you, Drew, and pull out uh, what looks like a little baton as he comes up. 
teeny little tactical baton is going to try and clonk you on the head with it. Natural one on the dice. As inept as you think the scientist is, <laughs> it just like goes way oh, wide that, past you. Yeah, that has not even registered on roll twenty yet. So, <laughs> oh, sorry. I think I still have my GM rolls on. Uh, I'm not making it up. I did roll one on the first combat roll for my team. Let's go on to let's go to a bum puzzle. This one, uh, you are in a little bit of cover from the catwalk is going to pull out his pistol and is going to try and shoot back at you. No. Try and <laughs> Oh, man. Second natural one. I know you guys couldn't see the first one, oh. but uh, they, <laughs> these are not, these are not Aeon Guard you're fighting this week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, this, this one's uh, in front of Wynn is going to guard and step back and shakingly as blood is is pouring out of his leg, pull his pistol, try and shoot the giant bear. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, I did a lot better this time. Natural three on the time. All right. Uh, guess what? That is. <laughs> so don't worry. I'm not going to ask your, your armor class. Oh, boy. And this one on the, uh, the catwalk is going to do the same thing. Pull a pistol and try and shoot the giant bear. It's got to get better here eventually, right? Nope, natural two. <laughs> right, just, just so we're we are all clear here. My rolls were one, one, three, and two, and that's <laughs> that takes us back to the top of turn two. Drew, we're on to you. Okay, uh, can I do an intimidate check for the entire room? <laughs> <laughs> to demoralize, no. If you're trying to um, say like multi-round change their opinion, uh, you can try. Um, I kind of want to just punch these guys. I, I mean, same thing with Bumpo's. You can uh, attack non-lethally. Just try and knock them out if you want. Yeah, we we just don't know. We don't know if they are true Islanti supporters or if they're just they just fear for their lives for disobeying orders. You know, Who cares. I, not Miles. <laughs> not Miles. Prank them all. <laughs> all right. Uh, for the for the the dude who is right in front of me, I am going to <laughs> attempt uh, to strike him in his face with a dirty trick. Oh. Say twenty one versus EAC. Sound. This is EAC plus. Eight for these guys. Plus plus four. Plus four because, because I have uh he's he's improved. Yes. Yeah. You add plus four to your your dice roll. Oh yes. No, Which I, is I don't you know I don't think he adds plus four to his dice roll. I think it just changes the DC to EAC plus four instead of EAC plus eight. Well, regardless, if you haven't added plus four, then either way, uh, that is a, a success against their EAC, even with plus eight. So. <laughs> Uh, what what are you tricking him up? Radiant Nova Star Strike. This fool is blinded. Ah, he's flat-footed, taking oh, a minus no. four penalty to strength and dex-based skill checks. Oppose perception checks. Automatically fail perception checks based on sight. Total concealment, <laughs> and they must succeed at a ten acrobatics check to move faster than half My speed. Eye. Or fall prone. Oh, we'll see how that affects this guy next turn. Um, uh, do you have a, a move action you'd like to do? Uh, yeah. Um, 
you're kind of out based on the uh, a set of uh, stairs leading up to the catwalk currently. Is there any check I can roll to try to find where the uh, what is her name? I, Oliviana. Oliviana is. I mean perception, but it's it's uh, near impossible without uh, special senses. But yeah, go go ahead and roll. Uh, that's a twelve. That ain't nothing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you're not sure. She's somewhere more than likely on the the bottom floor, not on the catwalk, but you're not sure. Any move action? Uh, yeah, Kaz is going to move up to where these fools up here are. On the catwalk? Yes, on the catwalk. Oh, so, this is the one that just shot at Bumfuzzle upstairs, and you're at like the you're right on top of the the housing around this rune drive. Um, that takes us to Nakithi. You're up next. Okay, well, we have an invisible person. Always fun. And a bunch of useless scientists. So far, they have proven useless. Not saying they won't be more effective later. I'm saving all my good rolls for the the real threats. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of something I can do about the invisibility, but I just don't think there's anything I can do. So as a move action, I'm going to overcharge one of Idis's weapons. And then standard action, I'll give Idis a full set of actions. As a move action, Mm. she's going to move straight ahead. Uh, over, she's almost underneath Bumfuzzle, so Bumfuzzle's above her in on the catwalk. She's below, kind of near a bank of computers. Mm-hmm. Can she? I, I imagine he's gonna get some cover, but the scientist that was blinded with acid <laughs> by cats. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, there, the, there was the no cover acid isn't... involved. That was a series <laughs> of pressure points. They'll be fine. Yeah, you do acid damage. You threw acid in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say you went full aliens on this I guy. Did no, no damage. Image. Just, just, just a little, little tap on the forehead. Yeah, he is behind cover of a desk, but uh, is blind, so has some negatives to AC. Are, are you shooting with uh, Idis? Uh, yeah, Idis will go ahead and take a, a shot with a chrono. And roll terribly, might I add. Five on the dice, 12 against the AC. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, you're, you're going to make me look this up, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> so sorry. When, I'd love to roll better. When blinded, they have, they, they're just flat footed, and that's the only negative to their, their armor class, right? Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah flat footed, but it's minus four to other checks, but not any to defense. I still don't think a 12 is going to hit. A 12 is a miss against EAC, sadly. Nice waste of us. <laughs> hey, you guys can roll low too. Um, when we are back to you. Um, All right. Uh, Wynn is going to step up five feet mm-hmm. and then take another stab at this guy's. I guess if everyone's trying not to kill somebody, uh, I guess it, uh, try to stab him in his legs. Non-lethal. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, wait, that's an issue. <laughs> 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 you wasted an 18 on initiative. Oh, no. <laughs> no we, we, we can use the, the 18, but roll roll damage or roll right. again to, for the damage. Sure. So that's definitely a hit, uh, even non-lethal. Uh, 11 points of damage. <laughs> and that is, that is enough. This one is out. <laughs> uh, I severed his leg. I'm gonna mark him out on the map. What? But, uh, That's not non-lethal. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's not dead. With, he got two legs. You need both of them. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's the scene in H. Ventura. Bump, bump, almost shut off someone's leg if he had hit or arm. Uh, there's like a spear in one leg, and he's like, ah, they're trying to kill us. <laughs> 
trident it into his next. Um, okay, back to back to our good friend Oliviana. Can we just change your name to Zoltana? I like it more. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone can make a perception. Even Talara. Um. Yes. Like around the corner. Okay. Yeah, mainly uh, um, what's his name, Nikithi and Win. Well, Nikithi got a thirty-one. Ooh, Ooh. natural twenty on that. Natural twenty on that one. What'd you get, Win? A fourteen. Okay, so a little bit less. <laughs> um, uh, just for fun, Nikithi, no reason. Give me a will save. It's my best save. No, it's not. No, oh, I rolled a seven on the dice. Uh, so you are indeed able to hear um, what sounds like someone running towards you almost full speed, uh, but then you hear the same thing away from you, and it sounds like someone running north here uh, up the, the hallway. And that's going to do us and take us to Bumfuzzle's turn. Back up to Jabert on the, on the catwalk. <clears throat> Alright, I'm going to Continue my gambit to bring down old fuzzy pants. <laughs> this, this scientist, uh, uh, you guys are trading shots with. Yeah, um, I'm gonna do off target again if I can. Oh my goodness, don't don't lessen my rolls any, please. <laughs> I don't need your help. Oh, no. Stinking with them. Oh, geez, Louise. Uh, Twelve versus flat-footed EAC. Uh, or sorry, that, no, that's a, that's a 16 versus flat-footed EAC. Yes, that is a hit. Minus four, yeah, okay. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. So you added in there. You wrote an 11 on the dice. That'll do. Yeah. Uh, what you got for the damage? There's my 16 points of damage. <laughs> okay, yes. All right, so now uh, looking pretty fatigued as the shot, like, boom, hits him right in the, the chest. It's, you know, dispersed enough to not do any any major damage but it looks like he's been hit by a NFL linebacker yeah uh and it's you know like 130 pound uh this is a lady scientist you're fighting <laughs> so uh definitely definitely looks ready to beat you up no uh not their turn yet it's Talara's turn and our new friend welcome to the fight who uh a small demon I keep wanting to say tiny demon. Small demon doesn't quite roll off the tongue in the same way. Small stuff instead of short stuff. Yeah, yeah, small stuff, short stuff. Um, Okay, so he, uh, I have to summon him in line of sight of where I am, and I'm kind of down the hallway a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Do I know that Nikiti thinks he heard someone, like, rush by him? Uh, That's up to you, Nikiti, if you want to share that. Uh, I don't think he would have said anything over comms in the middle of a fight. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he would have said something. Okay. So where you will summon? Um, I guess that the demon will um come up flanking with Kaz on this other scientist. Oh no! And attempt a non-lethal bite. Talara is like coaching him to like be nice, <laughs> be nice, short stuff. <laughs> Oh gosh, I want you. To, I don't want you to, but I do want you to roll a crit right now, just so it, it like viciously murders this tradition. Yeah, go for it. Make All right, pass. so this will be negative two. The fourteen. Uh, including that includes the negative. Yeah, negative two against KAC. Yes. Uh, that is a hit. Awesome. That's nine damage. <laughs> 
guys have non-lethal nine non-lethal ow first damage this one has taken as it starts like punching the scientist's ankle it's very weird it's like why i want to bite him to death please <laughs> uh it is the scientist's turn we've got three up still one is blind he's gonna he's gonna go well oh, with wait, it. wait 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 talara oh. gets a turn right Oh, yes, you do. Uh, are you moving forward and going to do something? Yeah, I'll, I'll step forward and I'm going to set my um, stun gun to stun, my static oh, art oh. pistol to stun. Who are you firing at? Uh, the person sort of in the middle there. Uh, the one that uh, Bump Fuzzles uh, trade and blows with? Yes. Okay. All right. So that's a 23 to hit. You might be on secret rolls too because I don't see it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I don't see it either. But oh, that's so we, weird. Your, your connection to the server has been interrupted. There we go. <laughs> I was about to say, we've got some very slow rolls tonight. Uh, that is definitely a hit. Awesome. So that does seven damage. Again, stunning. Uh, that is enough to knock this one to the ground. Yes. As, uh, she drops to her knees and like, ah! Pistol flying off uh, the catwalk. Uh, two down, two to go. Really one to go because this blind one is just going to like stumble forward. There's a door here. Uh, to the side that they <laughs> kind of like fumble their way to and uh um, and do you want to make an acrobatics check to make sure that this guy can uh, actually move yeah I, I rolled a six that's just enough to <laughs> to allow them to uh they they are going to uh, open the door and just kind of fall inside uh this one that's still up between kaz and um small stuff is gonna pull out his baton and uh and say for the Atlante empire and uh try to beat beat up kaz hey i've rolled better <laughs> 16 on the dice <laughs> i don't think it's gonna matter drew what's your kac uh my kac is 19 Ooh, hey i've hit you've been, you've been battered by the scientist let's uh, let's get to this massive damage this is more than six points Ooh. a day oh boy it's max damage six points indeed bludgeoning <laughs> uh bludgeoning damage yeah they, they're looking like they're striking at you pretty defensively like, eh. um that, that, all right that's all i have for them uh uh sedona sedona will move forward in front of you in a key thing she'll have her pistol out and she's like oh you've taken care of them almost all already uh she'll she'll fire a warning shot in this one's direction up on the the catwalk yeah settle down kill still dona yeah <laughs> 15 on the dice that will uh uh whoa nope that's that's a hit against these guys <laughs> deal oh, with steal. it kill steal can uh yeah she blasts it with uh she has the um the laser pistol and is like shooting right between <laughs> right over a win and over the, the railing here. She's actually not terrible with the pistol, but that is five on the dice. Uh, that is not enough to drop this guy, but um, it's very hurt now. Extremely hurt. Uh, turn three, top of the order. Drew, we're back to you. Uh, I'm going to do one uh, non-lethal entropic strike. Okay. Which I don't think I get any say. Like I don't think I get any uh, change in in the uh, the roll. So I think I still have to take the minus four. I was looking for that, but I could not mm -hmm. find. It. So go right ahead. Uh, so that is uh, twenty eight minus four is twenty four <laughs> plus two for flanking is twenty six. It's like almost as much damage uh, as you would need from zero. 
<laughs> um, uh, yeah, they, they are they are well out of it. Um, we're we're still in combat here as uh, one has locked themselves in what you're pretty sure is the bathroom <laughs> down here in the corner. And uh, we're on to you, Nikithi. Now, you did hear some what sounds like footsteps. You did not see anyone. Um, could not place them. What would you like to do, Tyler? Uh, Keithy's going to wander in the direction. He's going to be trying to like listen and hear. He's going to wander off in the direction that he heard the noise. So that's like towards the north. Yeah, he'll go here. I mean, he'll go this far, and he's still kind of trying to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't don't see anything. Um, you can give me another um, perception check, though. Natural three, 14. I see mm. <laughs> yeah, no, you maybe hear um, some some other lab to the north, but yeah, you look uh, up about sixty feet down, a fairly darkened corridor. Don't don't see anything. Don't hear anything else. Anything you want to do with um, Itis? Yeah, he's just gonna keep wandering down the corridor another mm-hmm. uh, twenty five feet. Do you do you want to share with everyone else this, or are you going by yourself on a little adventure? Yeah, he's just off on his own. I mean, he's just like I hear something. It's I don't see anything, and it's you know, like what is he going to tell everybody? There could or could not be something over here. It would be pointless. I don't think he'd be like he has anything useful, so he's just kind of hanging around. Uh, Itis is gonna just nah. She's just gonna stay there. This guy's locked himself. I mean, pretty much everybody's been neutralized. This mm-hmm. person. The person who's locked himself behind the door is, I mean, not a threat. So Itis is just going to kind of, uh, <laughs> you know what? She's going to climb up and try to get near Tawara. Okay. Um, when on to you. Um, <laughs> uh, Tyler is not sharing his player information. Uh, it seems like most of the, the scientists have been neutralized here. What would the captain like to do? Well, I mean, I feel like he's going to be a little curious to where, why Nikiti just wandered off. <laughs> so I think he might follow his nose. And try to, to sniff out. What do, you have to, do you have a scent ability? I don't know. I just know I'm a bear. No. <laughs> Bears have keen sense of smell, so sure. You, you could reach out to, to Nikiti uh, psychically to see if it will think at you what's going on. I could do that too. You could just use comms, but like I said, it's, uh, uh, if Tyler doesn't want to share, there's nothing. You can do to Nikithi. Well, I can still follow him. But when That's is the true. share bear? You know, yeah, you can follow him. You can always ask a question too. Yeah. Nikithi, where are you going? Oh, I. Sorry, I. I thought I heard something. I thought maybe it was Zoltana, but I. <laughs> nope, nope. Try again. <laughs> no, I want it to be real. <laughs> What's her name? Oliviana. We've only said it. 20 oh, I, times this episode. It's a pretty name. And in my in my defense, I keep getting confused because Tyler keeps saying Zoltana, so I forget what her <laughs> name actually is. Uh, I, oh, I'm sorry. I, I wandered this way because I thought I heard something. And I thought maybe Oliviana in her invisibility came this way, but I have lost her. I do not know whether she has simply used some magic on me or has come this way or not. Too dangerous to go alone. Ah, I should take something then. <laughs> um, can I can I roll for perception as well? See please, please do. Ah, right. oh, natural three. three. <laughs> We're three boys. Yeah, you guys cannot big, big perceive boys. higher than a three. It has been proven. Oh, big three boys! All right, <laughs> the big three boys. <laughs> um, 
Tyler, what is Itis's EAC? Great question. I'm glad you've asked. It's the biggest EAC you've ever heard. It's 16. Okay. Oh, I don't like that roll. Uh, I've rolled an 18 on the dice. Uh, Oliviana pops into being on the catwalk uh, right by her friends Bumfuzzle and Itis uh, and seems to be casting something on on our friend Itis. Uh, I need Itis to make a fortitude save. Her best save, you fool! Crap! <laughs> Natural three! Oh, no. <laughs> why, why, Tyler? Why do you gotta why? roll these threes? Tyler, on why do you brag before you make the roll? Drew, you fool! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's some damage coming your way. I, why you gotta pick on the cute... She was going for... Talara, but you moved Itis oh, like, no. directly oh, in her thank path. Thank you. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thanks so much. All right, 48. Only 26 points of damage on Itis. Um, oh. And unfortunately, uh, Itis is, as you see her, you know, turn off her invisibility uh, after slapping your drone. Uh, you see like her Itis's eyes kind of like go green as what looks like a, a cloud of, of gray material exits Oliviana's fingertips and like goes in like the different um, plates underneath Itis's skin through her nostrils and is injected with nanobots. Whoa. What if this turned into a horror podcast? That's terrifying. It's my like favorite girl. And that is Oliviana's turn, bringing us to Bumfuzzle, who's, yeah, you're right next to this uh, this fun lady. Hooray. Uh, I'm going to uh, shoot some nanobots of my own at her. Oh, uh, I should say she does have a, um, what looks like a, a pretty uh, beefy staff out now, like a, a metal rod. That's okay. It's just a tube of toothpaste. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying it if you want to make a a ranged attack, but oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 true. No, I was gonna, I was gonna uh, puncher. I was gonna, I was gonna, yeah, drop drop my tube of nanites on the ground and stomp on it and squirt no. her with my nanites. No, no, your toothpaste nanites. No. All right, go go right ahead. Make your attacks. All right, I'm gonna give her some bleed if I can. Oh, low on the attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 13 versus flat-footed KAC. That's going to be a miss, unfortunately. Yeah. Flat-footed. Coming out of her invisibility, you are you are shocked to see this one in front of you. Um, that is going to be it. Bringing us to Talara, Rebecca. All right, we've, we've still got short stuff, and it is going to fly over. Can it uh, fly and hover there while attacking? So that I can maintain flanking position. Sorry. Uh, so can it get behind um, Oliviana um, outside of the catwalk? You can, um, but you will be fighting through the cover of the the railing of the catwalk. So kind of ne- it'll be a little harder Negate to get. the yeah yeah, yeah the yeah. flanking basically. Okay. Um, well, okay. Short stuff will just go on the catwalk right behind Oliviana. Mm-hmm. And make a bite attack. That's a twelve. Oh gosh! Ooh, get these uh, threes out of my face, miss. Um, that is turn three. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Talara oh. has a turn. I forget about Talara uh, every time. <laughs> yeah. When uh, small stuffs here. Yeah, I'm just gonna use my static arc pistol. Um, 
from Shoot. pretty short range. All right, got some cover shooting through here. Go ahead and make that EAC attack. Ooh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's a nine. <laughs> Boy, okay. Um, turn, uh, turn three here. Sedona can see actually up there. So before the end of turn three, she'll make a, a single pot shot up. Uh, oh, she, I rolled a fifty on the dice. I keep her own fifteens for her, so that is going to be a hit. She takes a shot at Liviana um, and does an average amount of damage. Pew pew, and. Yeah, so it, like shoots her shoulder, the the arm that is reaching out for Itis. That brings us back to now the top of the order, Drew Kaz. Uh, so rules question: If I just wanted to run all the way to the other side of Liviana, is there a check I would have to make for that, or I, other other than like an attack of opportunity? Unfortunately, you will have to. Um, uh, acrobatics through her square to get to the to the other side. So that can be stopped if you don't roll high enough. You won't even be able to get through um, small stuff. The the small demon. I would jump um, jet over her if you can, because that that's no checks. That's just you go up and down. Yeah. Do I have the action economy to do that if I jump jet? So you can move over her. Um, that will provoke a attack of opportunity. Cool. Don't don't care. Do it. <laughs> Actually, I want to be hit. That's my whole mo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so moving to the opposite side, flanking with small stuff, and she's going to try and thwip you with the baton. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, it's almost a 20. Uh, two on the dice is going to be a miss. What you got, Drew, for your standard action? I'm still not seeing rolls tonight. I think roll 20 uh, is Don't worry. Weird. Roll 20 is lagging hard. So yeah, she's, she's straining, but... Uh, uh, still the best virtual tabletop option out there <laughs> that money can buy or for free. Like I used it for problems. years. <laughs> Here we go with an entropic strike. Ooh, not too great with uh, flanking. Three on the dice. With flanking, that's a 15 versus EAC. A miss. A miss, a miss, a miss. Oh, my goodness. Um, Let's go on to Nikithi. You've got Itis up here, but Itis is not herself uh she is indeed confused go ahead and give me a d100 roll oh this is my favorite this is my absolute favorite oh i rolled a seven a seven on a d100 is act normally yes yes she can go and attack this lady if you want this turn good girl good girl Let's do it. Uh, let's. So first off, Nikiti, just to get this boring thing out of the way, he's going to start moving backwards because he sees Nikiti. He sees mm-hmm. Ida up the enemy. Yeah, on your um, uh, mechanics computer here, that your little orb, it like goes static, and you can tell there's some kind of interference. Ida is not herself, but you're able to rest control this turn. He's going to try and uh, rush to her. So he's actually going to double move. Okay. And what about Itis? She's going to single attack. And I'm going to probably roll light crap. Ooh, actually, 13 on the dice for a 21 against KAC because these are some claws. This is through a little bit soft cover here around the corner of the catwalk, but that is still a hit. Yeah, 12 points of damage. Slasher. Okay, yeah, she's not looking too good after that. You know, not only is her lab uniform kind of chopped up a bit her business suit but uh, you see some of the armor taking some damage here maybe a little bit of blood drawn um but itis yeah itis is still like kind of glitching out make me a will save uh this would be based on itis's will right yes 
I'm not gonna lie, plus one to this. Oh boy. Ooh. So it's not good. Yeah, single digit number. Uh, seven on the dice, yes. So Idis is indeed still gonna be confused. Oh. Um, not breaking that yet. Uh, when we're back to you, buddy. Um, so when is obviously gonna be uh, catwalk? Can I strike from where I am, or yes, you can you, stab or or something. If you're right underneath the catwalk, it's 15 foot up, so you can just uh, kind of get the potentially get through the the railing of the catwalk here it will be providing uh, full cover okay uh, plus four but here, here, uh, here we go with something dumb you're gonna like stab up into her butt if you yeah. hit <laughs> oh man i will be so happy if that happens <laughs> oh no. goodness it didn't six on the dice yeah if i rolled a 20 at that time oh, all right to, so to make it a liviana skewer oh that would be the best best day uh, she is going to try and move through the tiny demon and past it. A three on the dice, and that will provoke from the tiny demon. The what, provoke right. me? No, no, she's um, she has failed, so she cannot move at all. But uh, the attempt through, she's trying to move, uh, run back through the uh, the the gangplank through the the catwalk. Ugh. Do I get flanking on this? Yeah, yeah, she's still there. It's a oh. sixteen. Uh, with a flanking? Yeah. Uh, that Thanks. is a miss. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to do what she should have done first, which is try and kill the the only thing preventing her escape. And we're going to do that by casting spell on a tiny, tiny demon. Uh, but it does require touch, so let me do that first. What is, what is tiny demon's EAC? 12. I keep saying tiny demon. Small demon. Uh, five on the dice is going to be a hit. Um, a spell we haven't seen for some time. Um, uh, it is Jolting Surge. Now, does the demon have electricity resistance? Immunity. Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah! Yes! <laughs> I, yes! I wouldn't even be able to kill this thing, but wow. uh, she's trying to like, shock it, and the demon's like, you know, shaking his finger. Feels good. Oh, baby. Rebecca. Um, Watch some. <laughs> wait, wait to make that character uh, have summons. <laughs> be, uh, be everything she's about. Uh, that's going to take us to Bumfuzzle next. No escape for Liviana. Alrighty. I'm going to five foot step back and uh, I'm just going to pull that dirt out of my pocket that I've been oh. carrying around since Nikondas. <laughs> your, your little Hobgar friend is in there napping. It's like, what? <laughs> and I just poke, poke him back in, put it back in, zip up my fanny pack, and I throw the dirt at her face. All right. Let's see if you got that dirt face uh, that you hear so much about. This trick attack will determine how I'm pretty she for, looks at the end of this fight. And I'm going for flat-footed. So no get him here. No get him. No. Wind doesn't believe in get him. I get it. <laughs> I had to get in spot. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, 17 versus flat-footed EAC. That is a hit. All right, that'll be 21 points of damage. Boys, EAC. Oh, sorry, sorry. Just is she, is she CR 20 or lower? <laughs> oh, you got it. Yeah, so <laughs> flat-footed to everyone, correct? Uh, yes, exactly. And 21 points of damage, is that right? Yeah. That seems yeah. a little high. <laughs> 
it's it's a <laughs> bunch of them. It's a bunch of the quadruple check this. Okay. Uh, yes, that is. You can do math. She is still very hurt. You see, bleeding from multiple. Um, looks like a sonic shock, a laser pistol blast, uh, <laughs> punch, and Talara. Up to you next. All right, uh, tiny demon, small demon is in the perfect location to do two bites. Fish, two bites. These will each be at a negative two because I'm still flanking with Kaz. It's a 13 against KAC. Pick up them dice, that's a miss. All right, gonna try it again. Hmm. 18? Uh, flat 18. That, yeah, uh, that's I mean, it was an 11 on the dice. Yeah, I mean, it's 18 total. Just a hit. Awesome. That does six damage. Okay, not not a lot to write home about, but adding to the pile another uh, got a, a small stuff bite. Yeah, the- and Talara is going to use her uh, static arc pistol again. <laughs> not giving me the chance to forget that you have an action as well this turn. You're like, I'm going now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have to interrupt you. All right. <laughs> anyway, it's the next person's turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, though. Really? Go. Go right ahead. All right, that's a 13. Nah, that's a miss. Uh, let's see if Sedona can make magic happen twice. She's got a nice little tidy bonus of plus 10 to her ranged attacks. Roll. Ooh, I got to roll high. 17 on the dice. Kill for Sedona. <laughs> don't make that a thing. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I rolled pretty well, though. Uh, that's going to be enough to blast. <laughs> Kill yeah. in the back. <laughs> Kill Sildona. And she, you know, Kill yeah. She goes, of course, like uh, thrown back against the western side of this railing. Wilhelm's, Wilhelm screams off the back side as she falls 15 feet to her death. Oh, the Wilhelm scream played, but it was so quiet. <laughs> I got your back, fam. Uh, and we are we are out of combat. Uh-oh. Tiny demon goes down to the body and picks up the data pad. Oh, I think <laughs> and, we're not out of combat. And disappears out of the dimension. Oh yeah, no, we've <laughs> we've got a an evil drone that's gonna murder everyone here. Now we got a D100 to roll. Uh, yeah, please do again. 80, 98. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It attacks a nearest creature. Oh, that could be Kaz oh, no. or though, Patrick. Yeah, let's 50-50 this. Uh, one, two, Kaz, three, four, Talara. Okay, you want, you want me to roll it? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. Oh, Talara, oh, turning sorry. against her best friend. All right, now, now Rebecca, you got to do it. Uh, how to train your dragon. Just hold out Talara's hand. <laughs> right, yeah. For for. For, for, Itis. Bite off. <laughs> for Itis to, to smell it and realize well, who you are. Technically, if we're doing this in turn order, I will just say Kaz, uh, <laughs> while Obivion is dead, you have an action and you do see Itis not looking great. <laughs> so if you want to do something, she looks like she's getting ready to attack Talara. Uh, what can I do to calm down our uh, our, our drone friend? Um her- I'm not sure if you have any, any potions or lotions or anything, but... Uh, I don't have potions or lotions, but I do have some notions that there's got to be a, a check I can roll to calm this big drone down. You can try and grapple the beast if you want and, and hold it, hold it back. You can do a dirty trick and try to lower it to hit, so... Hmm. Yeah, can, yeah, let me do that. I'm going to hit... Blind Itis. I'm going to hit poor Itis with a dirty trick. 
fool. Her KAC plus four is immense. You shall never overcome it. I'm trying to do the same thing I did earlier. <laughs> yeah, make that a text. Natural 20. <laughs> oh, boy. You worked. Oh. Drew, it worked. <laughs> All right, so I just... <laughs> I just is blind for several turns now. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I just will attack Talara. Fifty percent uh, miss chance here. Yeah, I mean Patrick, I could shoot Talara or stab Talara. I mean, should I just go with stab? Um, yes, stab. I've rolled randomly. All right, then. Try and bite. Stab at. I'm blind, so this will be 50-50 miss after. Oh, I rolled a natural 20. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh you know what I can do? I can turn that to a regular roll. Well, but well, there's we, still there's still the 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 chance that, uh, with I'm blindness. Not, yeah. Not an enemy. Like That doesn't matter. Yeah, why don't you roll our 50-50 miss chance here and we'll see if we need uh, to roll a D one hundred. Oh, hey. oh my goodness! The the, <sighs> the railing right where Talara was is just torn in half by your your menacing drone. Uh, make me a another will save. I mean, this is a fail, so I'm, I mean, I don't. We shouldn't even waste time. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, the drone continues on. Um, I believe, uh, Nikithi, you get an action here. What would you like to do? He, I mean, he's so far away from the catwalk. He'd have to literally. It's going to take him like six turns to get up there, and that's oh double. My. So I don't really know, fam. Like Patrick, can he climb up the? I mean, this is stupid, but I mean, that's the shortest route. It would be to try to climb up to the catwalk. Is that a possibility? Mm-hmm. Uh, climb up where? Behind Talara. Up the sheer walls. It's not really an option. Okay. Um, what if? What if we gave him a? What if I stole? There are stairs right here. Oh, there are stairs right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he'll double move, which is only 40 feet. So he'll double move. And that's all you can do. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm looking in Sedona's options, potentially help out here. And she has uh, she has one thing she can do on her turn. But um, before that, a win or bumfuzzle. Is there something you guys would like to do? Um... I don't have anything. I I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance that uh, remove condition lesser would help? I think that's just for shaken, sickened, and yeah. staggered. Uh, I was about to say Sedona does have that, but um, it does not get rid of the confused condition. Um, okay. I am uh, the the one spell that she has is days to try and kind of like stun um, Itis uh, somewhat to to reduce what she can do, but. Um, uh, let, uh, Talari, is there something you'd like to do, uh, or would you like to just move away from Itis? I would definitely like to move away. I'm going to use my jump jets to jump down and away. Okay, and going to attack. We'll focus now. Well, on, she's uh, on she's or she's blind, so she probably can't yeah. even see that happening. Um. So make me, oh boy. Um, make me another <laughs> will save. I believe for for days, uh, Tyler. Very much not. Oh, of course I rolled a 19. <laughs> That's a 20. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if, if this will work. It is uh, only for humanoid creatures, CR 3 or lower. She's not a humanoid creature. But regardless, that is a save against it anyway. So is is there... Um, gosh. Uh, we, we did the attack for Idis, but we did not do... The, did we do the next will save? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, well, then let's go on to the next turn. Drew, you've blinded Idis. 
would you like to do now? All right, I'm I'm sorry, girl. We're gonna do another dirty trick. I can't believe. I'm just so happy you saved that crit. That's that is a uh, 23 versus EAC. Yeah, you got. It. Or EAC plus four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's gonna be. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you barely, literally, literally. You, 23 is the DC. You barely got it. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't think about this. I can do blinded again, which I think she's still blind based on the last one, but I can do deafened, entangled, off target, shaken, or sickened. I mean, many of those won't affect her because she's of a technological subtype, but off target would probably be good. Yeah. Because it's going to make her less effective at hitting people if that's what she rolls. Yeah, so that is going to be. Uh, so this is likely only going to be for one round that she's blinded and off target. So that's what we'll do. And I'm not sure how much. Honestly, Patrick, uh, rules question. How long is she blind? Because I know I get a a bonus based on that, based on how many times I beat the the DC. I think a couple more rounds because you rolled a 34 before. (laughs) I've ever rolled a dirty trick. So it's a DC by 10. Um, Let's... Let's move on to her turn. Uh, she's only well. She she will be attacking Kaz if um, I believe uh, Kaz is is counting as attacking her. Um, so it it will yeah. If if you are attacked while confused, you always attack the creature that last attacked you, or until the creature is dead or out of sight. Okay, that's stabbing Kaz, which is the best person to try and stab. Yeah. Kaz is gonna hit you. So go, go ahead and make an attack roll. Uh, does it's a, a, 19 a or EAC minus two. So it'd be a 17. So no, it will not because 19 is your EAC or KAC. Uh, it's technically uh, with entropic points, 20 at this point, but she's also ooh. blind. So there's a blind check. Uh, give me that next will save. <sighs> I mean, I hope this doesn't go until I succeed. We'll be here forever. <laughs> so, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. I do have something I can do. As a reaction, I can grant you a new saving throw with a plus two bonus to it. Oh. It cost me an RP, but I can oh, do that for you. That, no, don't do that. Well, I mean, the, the other alternative is we just kill Itis. And I don't yeah. have Otherwise, we'll be here all night. We murder Itis. Oh, the spell eventually should wear off. Like this is yeah. eternal. It, but but like having to spend an RP to give someone a reroll who only has a plus one bonus is futile. Like I, it sounds I, like it's Rebecca's call if she wants to do it. But true. I, I mean, I, I feel like Tolaro would be watching this happen and would do whatever she could to end okay. the torment, if nothing else. Plus, yeah. it's Itis. So otherwise, we're taking Old Yeller out to the backyard. <laughs> right. Oh. So. Wow. Yeah, that's terrible. All right, so um, I'm going to spend an RP. You get a re-roll with a plus two on top of your plus one. Oh. Roll a 17. Here's <laughs> it's a plus three altogether. Here's hoping I do better. I rolled a 19! Yes! yes. <laughs> Boom. That's she a 22. Is, she shakes it off and looks up at Kaz through blinded eyes. <laughs> like why? <laughs> good, good girl, good girl, good girl. Also blind, stumbling out of the bathroom is the scientist that's still awake and says, "Did we win? <laughs> <laughs> Did he win there? Yeah, so this is private horsemongers. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, private <laughs> horsemongers back. Yeah. Yeah, this is private horsemonger. We got him real good. Now tell me all our secrets. Uh, you don't sound like a harmonious horsemonger to me. <laughs> uh, 
Corporal Harmonious Horsemonger. You sound more like uh, a goblin that's trying to say to be continued next oh. week. Oh. Uh, we've got some prisoners here. We have, you have taken the rune drive and succeeded in this fight. Um, a lot of this level of Arello still to go, still to explode. <sighs> Probably the lowest I've rolled in combat ever on this podcast. That <laughs> it made me so a, happy. That was a lot of really low single digit numbers. I've I, had so many episodes this season in particular that. Yes, I, I had to recruit one of you to my side to try and get some uh, some damage in. I wondered if you were accidentally rolling a D4. I, I don't. <laughs> uh, let me go back and check those rolls. <laughs> um, good job, everyone. I like I like yeah. that. Uh, I like the ending there. Itis, not dead. Uh, only has taken um, a little bit of damage. Did anyone else get hurt like this entire fight? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I took I took one shot, but not no, much to I speak of. I was just hurt. It's, we're gonna have to spend at least probably twenty minutes doing some repair. Well, you've got a rune drive to explore in the meantime, but we're gonna have to wait until that until next week and figure out where to go next. There's three other labs on this level, um, but that'll do it for us for 108. Thank you guys for playing with me. Thank you. Thank you. And everyone out there, thanks for listening. We'll catch you back here next time. Have a great time. Great, great week. week. Bye-bye. Zoltana. Zonkelfunk. Zonkelfunk, my new favorite. Zonkelfunk. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20, and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.